Hey guys, just wanted to drop some knowledge on y'all. A new uh, front of the podcast, Dewan O'Neill, has dropped his first novelization, Dear Dominic, A Roadmap to His Son, on Amazon. Grab your copy today. Hey, what's good, everybody? It's me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and you are listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. And joining me, as always, are my co-hosts, Rebellious D and Trav. How you fellas doing today? Hey, I'm good. Ready to rock, man. D's throwing the, here. D's throwing them thumbs up. I'm uh-huh. catching Hey, sometimes mm, it's mm. thumbs up. Sometimes it's an arrow. You never know what you're going to get. Oh, yeah. So I, I forgot. Fun. Hey, I forgot. Sometimes it's the uh, the mini machine gun. Hey, wait. Hey. Wait till you see the uh wait till you see the sniper rifle. I'm gonna be playing across the street like this. Hey, just uh just relax with all the weapons, man. I don't it's, know. It's it's like who who are you trying to go to war against? Man? I, don't know. <laughs> I mean Michael. We, are, we already we took Michael out, out there. <laughs> he's here, man. He's back. You people are saying he's coming we back. <laughs> we didn't get him, it didn't work. Hey, Trav, hey Trav, I told this dude D. I said uh, Michael is like it. It's like we defeated him uh, twenty years ago, and like now he's come back. Hey, hey, the trap is is a new player in the game. He is. is. I don't even know who Michael is. Hey, all you see is a trench coat come out of the suit. Uh huh. Oh lord. Yeah, man. But uh, hey, I'm really excited about today's episode. Um, You know, this is the first time that uh, somebody has uh, slid in our DMs. And uh, that is voice actress Morgan Berry. Uh, You may know her. She's voiced a handful of characters in the anime world. uh, 13 on My Hero Academia. And uh, she voices uh, Mohara on Yashihime, which is the sequel to Inuyasha. And that's just... That's just a couple of things that uh, that I listed that she's been in, but she's been in so many things. Uh, she's also a talented singer as well. So um, let's go ahead and give her a call. But before we do that, here is a word from our sponsors. That's right. We want to thank Golden Ink Tattoo for always sponsoring the podcast. You can find them at 3109 Airline Boulevard in Portsmouth, Virginia. You can give them a call at 757-465-1010 and book an appointment with Denise, Kitty, Jay, or their brand new tattoo artist, Kane, spelled like Kanye. Also, mentioning up Leveling Up Banks will get you a 10% discount off your tattoo. So make sure you mention up Leveling Up Banks to get 10% off your tattoo. So Morgan, what we do with all of our guests that we have come on, we have them tell their origin story. So let everybody know who is Morgan Berry. Cool. Um, who am I? Um, Good I'm movie. A voice hey, that's my favorite Jackie Chan movie too. Good movie. <laughs> I'm a voice actress, a recording artist, a YouTuber, uh, and I guess should I tell my journey, my my story? Oh, cool. yeah, absolutely! Oh, yeah. hey, this, hey, this is the juicy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, started it all started <laughs> uh, at the end of 2013. I won a voice acting competition mm-hmm. that was being hosted by Todd Habercorn and wow. Walker and a few other voice actors. And when I won that competition, I won an audition at Funimation. And so from there, I auditioned. I started auditioning for shows with that company and I started booking and that's how it started. Here I am. And now I get to voice in a lot of my favorite series, um, Pokemon, the Dragon Ball franchise, My Hero Academia, Final Fantasy, Fire Emblem, Miraculous Ladybug, Sword Art Online, Borderlands, One Piece, Food Wars. Yeah. Boots basket. Um, Sells at work. Sells at work. That's I got you. I got the backup. And I get to voice for Inuyasha and Kagome's daughter in Mm -hmm. the new Inuyasha series, Yashahime. So exciting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How how awesome is that? I mean, because, you know, Inuyasha was a very popular series back in the day. Like when we used to watch it in middle school, I want to say it was like 2002. 2003, 2002, 2004. 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. I believe, right? Yeah, and it's pretty close, if not. 
it's awesome that uh that they ended up doing a sequel to the series because it was a popular series just like mm-hmm. uh dragon ball dragon ball ended up getting dragon ball super so it's like now you've been on two shows that have been revived and they're in, they're just as popular now as they were back in the day that i wanted to kind of rewind it a little bit because we had a voice actor up here brian overa and when he was telling us his origin story he told us that that's where he first met you at was at the same con that you won the competition at so uh it's it's cool that you know we had somebody up here before and then he wasn't sure if you had came in first place or not but he was just like that's where i met morgan at and i was just like oh, yeah that's cool oh so i he mentioned me and his origin story yes he, he did, did. Yeah. yeah that's sweet <laughs> cool yeah he's a pretty cool guy yeah yeah, yeah he, he was a great guy yeah man so like what were some of your uh favorite animes that you used to watch growing up Oh, I was obsessed with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so to be able to voice in that franchise was an incredible moment for me. I Absolutely. was ecstatic. So Pokemon, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Digimon. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Three. Those were my top three anime shows that I was obsessed with as a kid. So out of the three, which one was your favorite? Pokemon. I hope you say Digimon. Oh, Pokemon? see, Banks is a Digimon guy, and it's mm. like I don't know why. It's tough. I mean, I'm a Digimon guy, but it's yeah, but, tough hey, to beat out Pokemon. It's got no, too much. You can't. Pokemon got too much to clout, baby. Too much I mean, clout. I don't know, man. I, I feel like uh, when we were kids, like Pokemon, it was cool, but it it seemed like Digimon was more for like the older kids, if that made any sense, because of mm-hmm. the story that they were telling up there and whatnot. And they were deleting people. Yeah. You know what that means, getting deleted. Uh, you know what that means. <laughs> yeah, you know what that means. No, I can agree with you on that, Banks. It, 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 the storyline was more adult-like, yeah. where Pokemon, nothing really happened, like, they, as far as danger. Very dark. Right. The original mm-hmm. is very dark, and they kind of, um, they watered it down for the American audience. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. On four it's kids. Believable. Of course. Uh, of course you got to mention the four kids. Yeah, they watered down a lot. A lot of anime back in the day because i know uh i want to say it was back in 2016 i had found out that the Yu-Gi-Oh anime from japan was way darker than oh, the Yu-Gi-Oh yeah, that we got growing up uh you mm-hmm. know with four kids it's like they edited a bunch of stuff i mean it's but, called four kids <laughs> but <laughs> hey even though it was called four kids and they edited a bunch of stuff those opening intro songs for all of their oh, anime yeah, for all they, bangers uh-huh mm-hmm. like for we're talking bangers. about one piece uh-huh yeah one piece right. Yu-Gi-Oh, pokemon all great songs man still one- to this day on the mm-hmm. playlist so morgan i wanted to ask you uh because you were on my hero academia i wanted to get to the inuyasha stuff later on in the review i mean the interview ah <laughs> this but guy. uh but yeah like my hero academia like that's one of my favorite anime um it's my top it's in my top five it's number two on my list like how was it getting the role as 13 up there I I was, I teared up in the booth. Nice. Uh, Because I didn't know what I was recording for. Mm -hmm. Um, I got the message that said, hey, can you record with Colleen uh, tomorrow or whatever? And I was like, Colleen directs my hero. Right. (laughs) Directors at Funimation, sometimes they direct more than one show Mm -hmm. per season. And so I... It could have been for another show. Who knows? I didn't right. want to get my chickens before they hatch. You yep. know what I'm saying? I didn't want to get my hopes up. And so I went there just uh, with the mindset of, you know what? No matter what it is, I'm going to have fun. And I get in there and Colleen's like, hey, congrats. You voiced for this character, 13, in My Hero Academia. And I was like, oh. I was like, no. <laughs> I have a named character. Oh. <laughs> I was. Just, I have a name. Yeah, we get that a lot too. Where it's like I'm a named character. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And they're you know they're not minor either. Like mm-hmm. they have a role to play in this series, and that was really cool for me. I I got in the booth and I was just like, okay, Morgan, don't cry. You're cool. You're cool. But it's also great because thirteen doesn't have any mouth flaps yep. to match, mm-hmm. right? Mm. So. It's, you can you do know, whatever. 
expressions go by quicker, much quicker when you don't have to match the animated mouth flaps. Yeah, that's interesting. So, so oh, go ahead, Brad. Well, I was going to say, does that mean they can do what, more liberties with the dialogue? Yeah, I suppose they could if they needed to. Right. Well, you know, sometimes I know, again, we've come a long way too in like dubbing, you know, from when we were kids growing up and how they dubbed versus now. Because, I mean, they've got 20 years of experience now and pretty much most of your directors are like legends in the game. Like they've been doing it forever. So if anybody knows how to put a dub together, it's these people. Well, I mean, if they're a veteran writer, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. hopefully, I don't know. Sometimes there's newer writers that step in and then the directors during a session have to like change, rewrite some lines because it doesn't quite fit the animation or it sounds awkward. Sometimes it's so awkward it can't even be read well. And so sometimes the director goes in and, you know, has to make changes because the script writer kind of sucked at their job. That happened. I'm not going to call anyone out. I'm not calling anyone out, but sometimes it happens at every studio, you know, it's not just, you know. Well, then that leads me to ask because um, I remember when, obviously, like when Funimation first started, like really dubbing, they would take like way more liberties than they do now. Like new opening intro song, new, I mean, we had the Bruce Falknor score versus the original Japanese. And then now they just kind of roll with the Japanese score. But I remember when One Piece came out, they took all the openings and they redid them in English. I don't I mean, maybe you don't even know, but it's like, why did they start doing that? And then why, what made them say, and eh, let's not do that anymore. I have no idea. Right. <laughs> we need to get somebody on the phone, you know, who can answer these questions because I'm dying to know. Yeah. That, excuse me. That is interesting because I know like for uh, Dragon Ball Super, that was one of the animes where it's like they redid all of the intro and outro songs mm-hmm. uh, for that series. And, uh, you know, I just know that um, it's always, to me, it's kind of weird when, like, say if you watch the uh, the sub version originally and, you know, you're waiting to watch it dubbed and then it's like they switch the music up. And I feel like sometimes the music can be hit or miss when it comes to, uh, you know, doing the dub version of it. I actually loved it, um, like me personally. So, like, when One Piece came out and, like, the first five or six seasons was them redubbing. I want to say Emily did, um, which I, I don't know if you know her personally, but I know you've been on a song with Emily. Oh, yeah. She's also a voice actress and she does like a lot of anime English c- covers. Yeah, yeah, I know her. But she did a lot of the One Piece, like she was doing a lot of One Piece covers and I loved them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Having them in English, like I absolutely dug them. So, you know, when they started just rolling with the original, I mean, it's the same song. They just replaced the the, yeah. the words with English words. But yeah. it's like, I, I was like, man, they stopped doing it, dude. And I liked it. I, I was a fan of it. So, Morgan, I wanted to, you know, dial it back a bit. And I wanted to ask you, like, how was it the first time that you actually stepped into the booth to record? First time? Um, well... I was nervous beyond belief. Uh, The first time I was in the Funimation booth was for an audition. Mm -hmm. And it was with Jerry Jewell. And I was really nervous because I'd never uh, auditioned for a voiceover job before. It was my first ever. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was an actor, though. So I stayed professional. You know, I did my thing. Even though I had no voiceover experience whatsoever, I... I was a seasoned actor. And Mm so I stepped in the booth and Jerry is hilarious. Mm -hmm. I love him. And so it was a pleasant experience, you know? And then my next, the next time I was in the booth, it was uh, recording Walla for Fairy Tale. And Walla is, you know, background voices, additional voices, stuff in the background, Uh, like crowd scenes, uh, school environment scenes. yeah, and yeah, Fairy Tale was the first anime I got to voice in, and that uh-huh. was a lot of fun. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love. I, I'm a huge Fairy Tale fan. So, oh yeah, me too. I'm there with you, Trial. Nice. Um, so, I do. Yeah, oh, go ahead, D. yeah. I wanted to ask um more about the uh, unknown songbird. Yep. Your YouTube channel now is that? Would you consider that a hobby, or how did you start? You know, doing covers for songs. Honestly, it started with 
I was really super into, uh, you know, opening and ending songs for anime mm-hmm. shows. Like that's yep. all that's really on my phone. Mm-hmm. And it's just Same. some of the only music I jam out to, you know? Nice. And so I thought to myself, huh, oh, I wonder if there's like an English version version of this. Like I would like to hear that. And, you know, it started with Attack on Titan, yep. uh, the opening song for the first season. I was looking that up and I didn't, I'm picky. So I did not find a good English cover at the mm-hmm. time. I didn't like anything I heard. And sometimes it's the lyrics. Sometimes it's the voice. Sometimes it's the, the, the arrangement of the music. Yeah. If, it's different, if it's too different from the original, I don't like it. Yeah, I want it yeah. to sound, you know, I want to feel the same way I feel about the original. I want yeah. the feels. That so, energy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a certain energy and emotion to it and i wanted that just in english so i could sing along with it you know in, yeah hell yeah 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 it's just, yeah. yeah but um i didn't find that for a few of the songs that i was looking up and so i then i re- i remembered i was like wait i'm a singer why don't i just make one and so i did and it you know the the quality was crap because it was before i had an a good recording setup. I mm-hmm. started the Blue Yeti. Mm-hmm. Horrible, horrible decision on my part. I don't know if it was a faulty mic or if it just, if all Blue Yetis just suck. I don't know. It was just, but then again, a loud voice. <laughs> it peaked no matter what. The right. game would be all the way down and it was just, the quality was horrendous. It was just not a good, good mic for me, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, um, that's what I started with, and yeah. that's what I recorded my my first few covers with, and it took off, surprisingly. I did not expect it to take off the way it did at all, because I made the music for myself. Not yep. that I'd post it, just in case anyone was interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that went well, money to put out those song covers, and so that's why I haven't put out any in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think you, well, when you get around to it, I'm sure it'll be great. You know, it was, it was actually kind of, uh, I told Banks this earlier today when I started listening through a few of them and I was like, it was very thoughtful. And I guess that was what you were going for anyway. You know what you said, because um, it's sometimes you don't get the covers to some of the songs or they're hard to find and stuff. And it was just cool. You know, thank you. Kudos. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, and, and to piggyback off what, of what you were saying, D. Um, you know, when it just comes to the anime covers, like you said, I mean, like it can be hard finding them on the internet and then to piggyback off of what you were saying, Morgan, um, you know, back in the day, like most of the time, all you did see were the Japanese openings. You really didn't, you really didn't see any English openings. And like how you said, like you could be picky because it's like, you know, some people it's just like, you know, like the quality would be really good on the cover that they were doing. Whereas, uh, sometimes the quality sounded like they recorded off of a cell phone. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, it's like you kind of already, you know, said something like this, but, you know, you like to have music on your phone to listen to. And it's just like, if you're going to have an English cover to a song, you want to make sure it's something that you can, you know, hook up to your Bluetooth and play when you're driving in the car. You don't want it to sound bad, you know? Exactly, yeah. That Blue Yeti. <laughs> so you grew no up good. singing? I did, yeah. I've always been a singer. So what were you, what, you know, like, who were you looking up to as far as singers go and stuff like that? Like, what were you jamming outside of anime stuff? I love Demi Lovato. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. Her her voice is so incredible. Mm -hmm. It's and just the heart, the emotion, the passion. Absolutely. Her words. And in addition to that, her talent it is just phenomenal. And so I, I'm a huge fan. Hell yeah. Yeah. Me, I got two daughters and we, you know, Demi, multiple Demi Lovato songs are on that playlist. Let me, let me say that, you know, <laughs> I, and I, I put them on the camp rock and uh, they love camp rock. So, so Demi gets the thumbs up in this house. So let me tell you. So uh, a little earlier ago, you had said that, uh, you know, you were an actress and, you know, that's what led to you getting into voice acting. But like, what led into you wanting to get into acting? Well, funny enough, uh, 
I was my friend Rachel in middle school. She convinced me to audition for a school play with her. And at that time, I didn't know what that would entail. Mm-hmm. But and I probably really sucked. <laughs> it's my first time ever. Got to start somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, let's not brush by the name of that play, though. Um, you don't remember, man. It might have been Aladdin. Here, like okay, something like that. But uh, I ended up really having a good time, even with just that audition. And so, uh, and I I made the cut. I mm-hmm. got to be part of the ensemble and. I had a lot of fun. And so ever since then, I was like, ooh, I want to do this. And so I did a lot of on stage and Mm -hmm. a bit of on camera. And uh, then I stumbled into voiceover many years later. So Mm -hmm. that's interesting. Now, did you do Broadway at all? Or maybe not Broadway particularly, but stage? Yes, on stage. Yep, a lot of theater. Hell yeah. Yeah. Now it's just like, college years like after high school like how you know how long did that go on for before you made that transition um i think maybe it started in 2004 and i just did it consistently throughout you know middle school high school and i joined a local performing arts program uh company and i continued even after high school i continued to perform and i started directing and Nice. Yeah, Damn, yeah. Dope. I for a really long time. But I, I stopped after a while after um I left that one company and then I started voiceover right after that. And so mm-hmm. I just stuck with voiceover since then. Yeah, I noticed that uh, you know, we've had voice actors up here before where it's like, you know, they did theater work or they did they did something before they got into voice acting, and you know, voice acting is what stuck. And, you know, like there's so many uh, projects that you can be a part of, Uh, you know, of course, you know, when everybody gets into it, um, you know, most of the time they're going to just be doing the background characters, the additional voices. But then it's just like, you know, you get that golden ticket like Charlie did in uh, Willy Wonka. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, you you get a name on a show and like you've you've had several, um, you know, big characters that you you voiced. So how was it, um, you know, getting into Dragon Ball Super? Because like I said, with, you know, Yashihime and then Dragon Ball, like those are like two big series right now. And, yes. you know, like what, like what was the experience like, you know, growing up watching Dragon Ball and then now it's like, I'm going to actually be on this anime. Yeah, uh, Dragon Ball actually wasn't a show I grew up with. I didn't mm. have cable. I didn't. Uh, whenever I watched cartoons, Dragon Ball never came on for me. I don't know why, wow. but it's not a show that I got to grow up with, unfortunately. But when I got the audition sides, I thought the character looked really cool. And I was like, oh, I hope I booked it. <laughs> and I auditioned and I booked it. And that's how that happened. As far as Yashahime, uh, when I received that audition, I honestly did not think I would book it. Mm. I did not. I... I Here's the thing. (laughs) I kind of get cast as young boys. Mm -hmm, I've noticed that. Or women. You do sound like Trunks. Just a little bit. (laughs) But I've never really, they never really give me the chance to voice for a young teen girl. Right. Interesting. And so when I got that audition, I was like, nah. uh." Because here's the thing. The other two characters in Yashahime... Setsuna and Toa, those are usually the vocal types I get cast as. Right. Boy voice or, you know, the low, deep voice. You know, those those are the kinds of voices I usually audition for and get cast as. So when I only got the audition for Moroha, I didn't get an audition side for any other character but her. So I was like, what? Come on, give me a chance with the other ones. I don't think I'm going to book this one, (laughs) you know? But I, I gave it my all. Of course, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yep. I Of course, I love the character. And so I was hoping that I would book it, but I honestly didn't think I would. Uh, and so when I got the callback, like weeks later, I was like, what? Yeah. 
Yeah. They sent this to me by mistake, right? (laughs) And then weeks went by and I told myself, see, I knew it. See, I knew that they weren't going (laughs) to (laughs) count. I just knew it. See, I told you. And then I was just sitting on the couch one day watching cartoons. And all of a sudden I got an email and, you know, it said Yashahime on it. And so I was like, what? I opened the email and it says, congratulations. You've been cast as Moroha. And I was like, I did it? Yeah, yeah. like that's, that's, what? that's huge. I was like, yeah. I stood up on the couch and I literally, I think I scared the guy. Um, we had someone working on our house at the time. He was the only guy in the house at the time. He was working on the walls, scraping off some wallpaper. <laughs> and, and I was just like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like I was just <laughs> shouting like, Holy what? <laughs> yeah, like, like Charlie. Him mm-hmm. and he's just, you know, working on the wall and he turns around and he goes, Are you okay? He mm-hmm. saw you, Tom cruising on the couch, uh-huh. just jumping <laughs> up and down. And- <laughs> I had to, I had to be like, oh yeah, everything's fine. No, nothing's wrong. Like uh-huh. well, but yeah, I was having a freak out moment. I was like, no way. Like I was just mind blown. Um oh no. my God. and that's dope. But no, that's I mean, like it's a it's a huge feeling. And like, don't worry, because I get the same way whenever we book people for the podcast. Like I like I'll call Trav and be like, Trav, like you'll never guess who messaged me that. And I, I just <laughs> get really excited. So it's like I totally understand that. It's always a feeling of joy when you know that uh you're about to like for in our case, like we're bringing on somebody big, but in your case, like when you're getting a huge role, because this is, like I said, it's a sequel to Inuyasha. And then not only is it the sequel to Inuyasha, you are voicing Inuyasha and Kagome's daughter. You know, so yeah. this is iconic. This right. is yeah. exactly, exactly. And insane. I mean, you know, me and Banks were talking personally. I it's it's too early to say because you know they've only done one season, and you know we still got more to get to. But the way that it's gone, I really feel like it's going to be better than Inuyasha because. I'm just really, really enjoying it. And then on top of that, you know, I mean, Bane's talking about we really love that dub a lot more than yeah. the sub. Like, yeah. I can't imagine watching it subbed. Like, the dub's yeah, the only way for hard. me to watch it now. I think, like, the portrayal of the characters are, like, exactly what I imagined. Yeah. So, can, you know, you know, for, you know, you're just like, um, I wasn't sure if I was going to get it, but it's like, I can't imagine her sounding any other way than what you've done. You know yeah. what I mean? Aw. Well, thank you. <laughs> no, for sure. No, because it's like, for me, I started watching it, like, when it came out, was it October of last year? It was it October. Out? Yeah, and I was watching it subbed, and it's like, it was okay, but, um, you know, I'm one of those type of people, it depends on when, what the anime is, where, like, My Hero Academia, for example, I don't mind watching that subbed, because it's like, I've gotten used to it, but for something like Yashahime, which is a new series, um, you know, it was one of those things where it's just like, the sub is okay, but it's like, I kind of fell out of uh, watching it. But then I started watching it dubbed and I was just like, okay, yeah, like, I can get behind this because of course the dub has uh, some of the voice actors and actresses who oh, yeah, voice the characters. Oh yeah, that was really cool that they brought back the cast. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, so glad that they did. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, so... I wanted to ask you this, like, have there been any projects that you, uh, let's say, like My Hero Academia, for example, um, because 13, she appeared early on back in season one. Um, Like, did you, like, were you a fan of the show beforehand? Like, did you read the manga or did you watch it subbed? Um, I watched it subbed before it had a dub because it's a really good, it's a really good show. Mm-hmm. And I did read a bit of the manga, but not all of it. I didn't get too far with the manga. But once, because once the anime came out, I was like, oh, yes, these visuals are beautiful. And Absolutely. so the anime subbed. But of course, there's a dub. I will watch the dub unless I don't like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm picky, okay? Absolutely. Uh, I am a performer and I am a fan. So there are some dubs out there that I don't like. But mm. I love the My Hero dub. I love it. And so once the dub, you know, started airing, I started watching those episodes. And I'm so glad that it was a simul dub so that yeah. I got yeah. to watch immediately. That was mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> and that's that's no easy task for, for them to do. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, no. 
And it's really hard on the actors too. Mm -hmm. It's hard on people scheduling or the one person that does all the scheduling, you know, and on the actors, because we have to be in town every single week. We can't go on vacations because we record each episode, one episode a week and Mm -hmm. airs a few weeks later. Like we have to be in town. We can't leave for even a few days, really. Right. Now, D, before you ask this next question, I just want to ask um, related to that. When when that sort of thing happens, when you're doing the simul dub, does whoever, let's just say Funimation's doing it or whatever, do they not work out a contract with the studio that's producing the anime to get stuff early? Or is it because they're just on such a tight schedule over there too? There's really no way for y'all to get it early. I'm I'm pretty sure it's the tight schedule. I really do think that's it. Because it'd be nice to receive all the materials early. But I mean, I, I'm sure that they would if they could, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like that's a possibility because, you know, it's all about churning it all out very quickly. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Get it yep. Out there, so, yeah. Now, Morgan, I wanted to ask, um, now we asked you about anime that you grew up kind of like, you know, what were some that you liked growing up? But now is there one particular show when you have time? You know, what do you, which one do you watch now? Or a favorite show, you can give us that too if you want to. Anime, like I used to watch a lot of anime, but now yeah. it's not as much. Yeah, of course. Myself busy. Yep. Um, I've been watching through Yashahime, you know, to prepare myself for the next episodes. Uh, what else? I mean, I've been watching Invincible. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. hey, hell yeah! So good and Steven sounds incredible. He does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he it. kills it. Yes, and so yep. that's been a really fun show to watch. Very yeah, dark. Great pick. Yeah, that's- very unexpectedly dark. Yeah, here's the thing. I did not expect it to be that kind of show. Mm-hmm. I really didn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh, another one I've been watching is Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's um, another one, too. That's another one, too. It's, it's, a, it's for adults. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes, it is. Another one that uh, is not a cartoon, but I it, thinking on Invincible, it kind of reminds me of it. In terms of the darkness, um, the boys on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. That um I knew wow. that's what you were about to say. When you said it was it was dark, yeah, I was like, it's gotta be the boys. I thought she was gonna say the flash. I knew it was oh well, yeah, that's dark in another way. <laughs> that is the darkest show I've ever seen. Like it really is. And I was just storyline is so good that I had to keep watching. And of course, Invincible, when I started watching that, I was like, Whoa, it just reminded me of the boys because Same. Of- Yep. The gore, the vicious fights mm-hmm. scenes were just whoa, like that yeah. really happened. They really went there. They really yep. yes, they do. They <laughs> oh. push the envelope all the time up there. Yeah. But honestly, it's more realistic, and honestly, I appreciate it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely a different pace than what people are used to in both in both cases. And I think that's why people enjoy it so much. Yeah. You're so used to, oh, this guy's good, and you know, uh-huh. but he's not. Yeah, he makes his bed every morning. Not, uh-uh, not okay. Uh-huh. No, he makes his bed every morning. I don't spoil anything for the people who are watching this and have not seen Invincible, but you should watch it. Watch the Spoiler whole alert. first episode, the whole first episode, all the way through, and then should think. Yeah. Hey, That's I'm, right. Absolutely. I'm glad that you just said that because I was about to ask you a question <laughs> about the show. But, you know, since we're not going to say anything about the show, if you haven't watched it, watch it. It's really good. Um, exactly. Are you are you watching Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yes, I am. Yes. Thanks. She said she loves she loves Bucky, man. I was just gonna I was gonna let him slide. No, try we let him. No, slide. but we no, but we we talked about that before the before we started recording though. Yeah, no, I we know, but yeah, I mean, well, I mean, the people but that's watching still, and listening, well, they don't just, know what we talked about before we started recording. You're gonna be. Yeah. Yeah, beforehand guys right yeah come on hey morgan thank you thank you it's but no but uh so yeah you watch falcon and winter soldier how did you feel about the season finale i loved it so good don't want to give anything away but i just the look on bucky's face at the end i was like Mm -hmm. (laughs) just that moment with those kids you know Mm -hmm. he's got his arm up and those kids Uh that's right kids and cake Oh, so precious. My heart. Oh, Um, oh, but that last scene, I was angry 
I was so angry that uh, they went that way with the story. Yeah. I, I didn't want that. That was out of the blue. And I don't think it should have gone that direction. But at the same time, um, the I hear that the, the original story for that show was actually supposed to be about a virus. And they had to mm. change everything, apparently. I didn't know that. Is oh, that... Oh, yeah, me either. I don't really know. That would be wild, though. I was going to ask if they changed it based on COVID. Well, you know? Yeah, obviously. That, C, that C19, they didn't want... Yeah. I don't know if people know that or if I'm not supposed to know Spoiler that. Spoiler alert. Yeah, that's the first time I've heard about it. I have no idea. But um, hopefully this is not NDA information. I hope not. But <laughs> I heard that there it was revolving the story revolved around a virus getting out well, and glad it, it changed so there was too many similarities to what was started actually happening yeah mm-hmm. the world and so they had to rewrite their entire story apparently well they crushed yeah. it in that yeah, rewrite yeah, yeah. they crushed hey, it. yeah some, sometimes things happen for a reason mm-hmm. and I'm, that's right i'm just saying based off of that i'm like oh thank god Something yeah. happened because that sounds very lame, in my opinion. In, it's just uh, I in like comparison what we got. to what we got, you yeah, know right. what I mean? Well, yep. Well, when you think about the virus angle, like it just sounds like a, a 90s movie. No, yeah. it sounds like that show. What's the name of that show? 24? Isn't yeah, that what 24 is about? Mm-hmm. I like 24. Yeah. yeah, I think that's about a virus or something like that, too. I've, well, I've never watched no, it. I'm 24 sorry. is the one where it's a cop and the whole season takes place in 24, in 24 hours. hours. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I'm thinking. So, of okay, so yeah, I've never I've never watched 24 before. So it's this, really good. So, yeah, try, so it, is, on every episode, they have to solve the case in 24 hours. No, no, the whole season is 24 this season, hours. Yeah, it's 24 hours. It's the whole show takes place. Okay. A lot, a lot of stuff happens in 24, 24 hours. Yeah, Let me just tell yeah, you. <laughs> so, this so, man's got like, a hell of a life. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesus. now let me ask you this. So are there 24 episodes on 24 or? I don't think so. You know, but just, that maybe. I'm just asking because it's 24. Google, a Google. A Siri. No, a Siri. Each episode an hour long and they like count it down. They put the clock up. Oh, that would be wild. Yep. I, I think sure Each episode is an Like timestamp it. And it's an hour of that 24 hours. I'm pretty mm. sure. Nah, I'm just, it's so uh, what happens at 12 that night? Just yeah. Kidding. So it is, uh, it is 24 episodes per season. So yeah, oh, it's, definitely, really? so oh, it's definitely an hour, an hour, an episode. And there's 24 episodes in it. Just yes! Bro, that's crazy. Like, like it's a for really real? good show though. Hey, for I real, I was kind of being sarcastic when I asked, is it 24 episodes? <laughs> what a concept though, that they brought, they brought to the right. Hey, it room. worked. It worked. Really cool. It's a great yeah. show. Check it out. So then let me ask you then, Morgan, a lot of, you know, when you talk about, you know, we just had the Oscars. Um, a lot of actors will talk about like other people's performances that they're just like, I love your performance. Obviously, you being a voice actor, just like me being a mix engineer, I can't listen to music just like listening to music. I got to like pick it apart and see what, what they actually did and why I don't like it. Um, you know, obviously I'm assuming you do that too when you watch stuff, but like whose performances are yes. you just like, they're so good. Ian Sinclair. Ian Sinclair. He is phenomenal. He can turn any character into something that is just magic. Mm-hmm. I remember I was watching Black Clover. I voiced for a small role in that show. And mm-hmm. I remember watching it, the sub. I watched it in Japanese first. And yeah. the character that he voices for, I didn't like that character at all. I did not like him. And then I started watching the dub right. when it was airing. And all of a sudden, Ian's voice came out of that character's mouth. And his acting was so phenomenal. He changed the character. Somehow, he changed the character to be likable. Right. I don't know. There was something about the what he embodied in that voice that he Absolutely. gave. Absolutely. That I was just like, oh, my God, I love him. He, he does that on West. One Piece. He, yeah, he does that on One Piece, too, as Brooke. If you watch the sub and then watch his, his performance blows the Japanese one. Mm-hmm. No disrespect. But it's like his performance as Brooke is... A one in one piece. Another one. Right. He mm-hmm. is a phenomenal actor, a genius with comedy. Mm-hmm. He is definitely 
one of my favorite voice actors of all time. That's good. So, so have there been any uh, voice actors or voice actresses that uh, like that you marked out, like being able to work with them or uh, like probably being at a con and like marking out? Because like we had Kyle Wait. Hebert up here, right? And he's a huge wrestling fan. And he was telling us when he was at some of the cons that it's just like he was meeting wrestlers who he grew up watching. And it's just like, you got to, you know, keep it professional and whatnot. But at the same time, it's just like, yo, I'm standing right next to Ric Flair. So have there ever been any moments where it's just like, you know, you just marked out and you just became a straight fan? Yes. uh, Yes. I'm. I love the directors I get to work with at Funimation and Caitlin Glass is definitely one oh, of them. Oh, hell yes. He cast me in my, in my first lead role in an anime series and it was great to be able to work with her. Another one is Christopher Sabat. Oh, hell um, I've yeah. I've been in a few yeah. shows with him and video games and he's, uh, he's a swell guy, y'all. He's one <laughs> really he's is. He's a swell guy. Yeah, we always hear good things about him. And so it was really, it's great to be a part of some titles with him because he's awesome. And let's see. Um, I've been to a lot of conventions, a lot, a lot of them being, you know, Galaxy Con, like Comic Con type events. There are on camera stars. And there's honestly too many to list. There really is. Like, I've gotten to meet a lot of cool people. One of them, though, is Josh Keaton. Oh, wow. He's a nice guy. Like, yeah. I was nervous because, like, I heard that he was going to be a guest at the event as well. Mm-hmm. Like, we were both guesting at this Comic-Con event. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. There's no lie. <laughs> his autograph table right now. Oh, should I say hi? <laughs> and so I, I went up and, like, because I'm a huge Voltron fan. Right, I yeah. Nice. We Voltron see that. Fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> session of mine y'all it really is and um like you have no idea i'm obsessed that's a good show to be uh a oh, fan man. Man. i yeah. think we got a little idea you got a whole song about it uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and um it was really cool because like i went up to his table to say hi and he said you're morgan barry and i was like oh, oh man no, I, you <laughs> I was like and you're Josh Keaton. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> like that's a cool moment, you know? Yeah. As a fan, I was like, I was flattered. I was like, oh my gosh. And it was just, it was really nice to meet him. He's super, super nice guy. And uh, yeah, it was a cool moment. That is really cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. It's always cool when it's it's like because it's unexpected. Like he knew who you were. It's yeah. like you know, you know like, me. Welcoming. Especially when they're a welcoming person. Like, like I remember I went to one of his panels that same weekend and he gave me a hug, like, before he went up to the stage. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my heart! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, as a fan, I was, like, and as, you know, as a fellow performer, I was just yeah, like, yeah. Oh. it was really nice to have that recognition, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. I looked at you as an equal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He wasn't Respect. just walking me over, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, actually made the effort to say hi and to treat me like a like you know a like human, part a, of the crew. Yeah. Like, yeah. Know, yeah. Nice. So well, I have there have there oh go ahead, try were you about to ask no, a question? I was gonna say because we always hear, you know, we have a lot of like anime voice actors on here. I mean, they talk about there's just like a different world when you cross over into like American cartoons and like movies and i mean you know the guys i mean we're all superhero fans so i mean the dude's done so many superhero roles and superhero movies and stuff so it's like for him to just you know look at you as eye to eye is like that would blow my mind too yeah it was nice it was it was a nice feeling (laughs) great moment yeah have you ever gone to a store and you wanted to get some nerd decor to decorate your home but you couldn't find it Maybe a Dragon Ball Z photo on the wall or a My Hair Academia pot to put your flowers in. Well, I have some good news. This is Benjamin Banks from the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks podcast. And I love to tell you about Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T. Tiny T, she specializes in creating nerd decor, paintings, floor arrangements, and seasonal nerd decor for the holiday season. You can check out all of her products on the links that we provide at the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks page. And if you use the code leveling up, you will get 10% off. So go ahead and head over to her website and use that 10% off code and decorate your home with any type of nerd decor that you would love to put in there. 
You can find her on Etsy.com slash shop slash nerdy crafts by Tiny T. And again, like I said, make sure that you use that code leveling up so that way you can get 10% off of your items. Go ahead and start decorating at home. Peace. So the next question I was going to ask is uh, like with wrestling for me, like there have been people who I've, uh, you know, wrestled in the ring with that. It's just like, you know, I always love having matches with these people because it's like we always bring the the best out of each other. Um, has there been any actors and actresses that you work with that, uh, you know, that you enjoy doing practice with all the time? Practicing? Like, you know, like, are there any people that you work with that, um, you know, that no, they like push you to yeah. better person or better actor. Yes, there are there are people like that in my life. Kira Buckland is definitely one of them. She's one of my best friends, and she's so supportive and kind and and fun. And oh, I just adore her. And another one would definitely be Caitlin Glass. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, you know, one of my first friends in the voiceover industry. And it was, it's great that I got the chance to work with her and hang out with her. And just, she's such a good person. There's really good people in this industry. There are. And it's, I'm blessed to have them in my life. First, that's heartwarming. I, I feel it. Yeah. I'm getting emotional about it. It's getting warm in here. It is. It's hot. This booth is hot. <laughs> so uh let's talk about like you know morgan barry when she's not doing voice acting work and when you're not singing like what are some of the things that you like to do when you're not doing that stuff well um i'm a workaholic so i always like to be doing something uh involving work and i love traveling for conventions and that's honestly just i I love it so much gotta be a fun part of it it is but on my off time i am watching tv snacking on food (laughs) uh, playing skyrim playing games um and reading fan fiction wow yeah that's all I do, y'all. I do not go camping. I don't go hiking. I don't go out hiking. I am not that kind of person. I'm the kind of person that will go into the great outdoors and explore and just, I hate camping. I hate- <laughs> and hiking? No, thank you. Yes. Running? Who likes running? I mean, I guess people who run professionally like running, but yeah. I don't. I don't like running. Yeah. I, I would rather stay indoors and chill on the couch, watch a good show, eat some snacks. And yeah, I'm not an athletic person at all. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, no, no. Now, uh, Morgan, you mentioned role-playing games. I got a two-parter for you. First, what is your console or preferred uh, gaming engine or whatnot? Not engine per se, but do you use PC or? Nah, I don't. I mean, I play a lot of games on my Switch nowadays because Mm -hmm. I can with yep. me it's yep. just so convenient guys you know it started with playstation nintendo but like out of all the consoles i've ever gamed on the switch Absolutely. I, love, I can take it on a play with me and it's such a you know it's a nice size screen it's decent for you know something you can take with you on the go and so whenever i have long flights i just i play skyrim right nice. there on the on the plane, it's just yep. so convenient. I was gonna say they ported so much stuff over to it. Yeah, I mean, yep. yes, they did, and I'm excited. Uh, there's also The Witcher. Uh, the mm-hmm. I've been Witcher three on my Switch as well. Right. Yep. How do you like that one? Pretty, though, I'll admit the graphics aren't as pretty yeah. on. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, but it's, but it's not unplayable, right? No, I don't think it's unplayable. There's a ton to do in The Witcher three too. So much stuff on that game. Yeah, yeah, good picks. So for you know. Any listeners that um, maybe they write their own fan fiction and, you know, hey, maybe they're listening and you're a fan of their fan fiction. What are some fan fictions that you've read and you like really enjoyed? Oh, my gosh. Don't out me like that. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, though, there's too many. Like, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I found out that the Safari app on an iPhone uh, has a limit of 500 tabs. Wow. Dang, that I, many fan fictions? No, we're talking about that many tabs. Dude, screw that many fan fictions. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 it got to the point where you have so many more that I wanted to read that I uh-huh. opened. 
uh, I, you know, and now I just put the links in a note tab um, or well, on my notes app. Yeah. Uh, but I still have a lot of tabs open. There are too many for me to list. There really are. I can't do that. I can't. No, I I totally understand that because it's like sometimes it's like you just uh, keep on, you know, opening link after link after link after link. My OCD can't handle that. Yeah, and it's just like freak out. It's just like, dang, like when did I open this up? And then sometimes you don't you don't want to close it because you're afraid that you're never gonna, you know, find that link again. Exactly. It's just like, why don't you just bookmark it? That I'm gonna forget about it or something but i keep telling myself to go through those tabs and start reading through them mm-hmm. and i and i do but i whenever i read them i always add another and so right. yeah it's never and, ending yeah no yeah. i i create like bookmark folders and then just because my once i hit like i i delete all my text messages i only keep like 3 i don't even know what they call them but i only keep like 3 open on my phone at all times and um when it comes to tabs, I can't go more than three's my number. Once I hit three tabs, it I get flustered and I gotta start deleting. I can't do it. Five hundred tabs open, my God, I would lose it. Well, I mean, I don't know. I I eventually I will go through all those older tabs and I will, you know, clear them out to make room for more. I there's just I don't know. That is a huge part of my hobby and just something I love to do. I, um, I don't read a lot of books. I read fan fiction. Mm-hmm. I'm in oh. love with the characters. I just love the stories, the characters. And I'm just like, oh, I just, I just want to cling to them. You know, um, sometimes uh, a show wraps, you know, the last season, sometimes it sucks. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? Uh, to heal my broken heart, I need to read some <laughs> fan fiction that will mm-hmm. fix the last season of this show. And I'll just pretend like that season never happened. And you've never written any of your own? Don't right. out like that. You have an anonymous <laughs> fan fiction account. Okay, okay. Well, That's no, all we needed to know. Like, I, I've written a few things with my friend, mm-hmm. but it's fun. I've never posted it anywhere. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, that's how Twilight started. It started out as a, what was it, a Harry Potter fan fiction or something? What? Yeah. Yeah, that's how, like that. Twi- that's how Twilight started. And then it got its own bearings and created its own characters and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, Twilight was fan fiction from like Harry Potter or something. And then yep. it got it got super hot online mm-hmm. and turned into what you saw. Yeah. Drop some knowledge on you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wow. Okay, so I got I got one final question for you, Morgan. Um, you know, I think the best part about this show is bringing people on to not talk about your career, but to talk about who you are. That's right. So for the fans listening, what is something you want them to take away about Morgan Barry? Oh, about me. I have a follow up too. Oh, um. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't... Well done, Travis. Mm-hmm. Well done. Um, something, like, something inspirational? No, that- well, hey, we know you're super in the Skyrim. We know you love fan fiction. What? We know you, you know, love Invincible. You know you like the snack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? You don't like to run. <laughs> you don't like to run. <laughs> I have basically told you everything about me that I feel encompasses my personality. And, and that's can. what we're about up here. It's it's always it's always cool, you know, finding out who the person is behind the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Now this is something I'll piggyback off of Trav since it was an empty question. What is your favorite horror movie or was growing up? What spooked you? Tell us that one. I'm not a fan of the horror genre because okay. uh, I mean it's cool. I have nothing against it. I just um not necessarily. It doesn't have to be Gore doesn't make it a horror movie. I just it could be seeing people get hurt. I don't like seeing that. <laughs> but uh, you know, okay. and that's why The Boys was such a hard mm. show to watch. Because all the gore. Yeah. Storyline is good. Then I will continue to watch it. And one yeah, of those, but it's crazy. One of the series I like is The Saw. Uh, yeah, Friends. yeah. Okay. Is really a the storyline. I like it, and each yeah. I I was intrigued by it. But at the same Keeps time, you guessing. You know, I don't like the the gore, but I, you know, I was able to handle it. One okay. movie that scared me as a child, though, there was The Ring. 
Wow. Yeah. I've never seen that movie. Of course. It's so good. Yeah. Of course. Put it on the list. It's one of the best PG-13 horror movies. Yes. That's yeah. and that's where I was going with that. Is it doesn't have to be guys, it made me scared of my TV. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the yep. DVD had the actual movie that you could watch, mm-hmm. you know, that they watch. So it's like, I nah, remember, I'm not watching that. I mean, no, my mom played it one day after we got done watching it. And I thought I was a badass. And I'm like, yeah, watch it. I'll watch it. I was scared that night. <laughs> Let me tell you. Dude. <laughs> Imagine if your parents had the double remote, like uh, a yeah, remote yeah. to work for your room and they uh-huh. just turned your TV on. Dude, you would have been <laughs> gone. Or- right when it shows her. Crawling out, yeah, crawling out the TV. Uh-huh. <laughs> the TV or, yeah, well, because here's the thing. She crawls out of the well through the TV. TV, and then yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. And just the way her body moves as she's crawling. It's just mm. like, no, creepy. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, imagine if you're watching it and you're wearing a VR headset. Oh, God. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nobody's hey, doing that. But, hey, Morgan... Thank you for joining us on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. You were a great guest, and we appreciate you coming up here with us. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Hell yeah. yeah. So before we let you go, let everybody in social media land know where they can find Morgan Berry at. Cool. Hey, guys. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Morgan Berry. I'm also, I also have a Facebook fan page at the Morgan Berry. And you can find me on YouTube uh, as the Unknown Songbird. Mm-hmm. And make sure you check nice. out that Apple Music and Spotify account. Oh yep. yeah, Apple Music, mm-hmm. um, Google Play, the Google mm-hmm. Store. I don't know. My music is just kind of out there. Yep. And that's a <laughs> check good it thing. out. That's mm-hmm. right. Hey, Morgan, she was phenomenal. I'm glad that uh, she slid in our DMs and wanted to come up here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. So is so. that really what happened? Is that the story? All jokes aside, stop trolling me. <laughs> Did she really contact us? I really yes. want to know. Yeah. Okay. It's all. Well, it is well, a hold difference. on. Well, hey. Uh-oh. Here we go, Try. Hey, here's the tra- <laughs> Okay. No. Banks she, contacted her through a tweet or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. She, uh, she had retweeted. I, I think she either retweeted or she liked our tweet where we had Nazia up here. Mm-hmm. And... I had went on one of her tweets and I was just like, hey, you know, I would love to have you come onto the podcast. If you're interested, uh, could you message me? And then she messaged, she messaged us. So, yeah. Because I remember I saw the message and I texted you and I was like, the hell is Morgan Perry doing texted us? Like, what did you do? I should have just told Trav, I should have just been like, hey, look, we made it. That's all I should have said. Oh, God. (laughs) I was shocked because there was no before Matt, like, there, I, I didn't want to open it because I thought Banks had already messaged her or something. And I was like, hey, Morgan Barry texted you or whatever. And dude, when I there was no before message, I was like, okay. Hey, sometimes like, I gotta keep you guessing, Trav. Hey, sometimes I've been I gotta guessing for two weeks now, and oh lord, I got my damn answer. There you go. Uh-huh. Trav was like, all jokes aside, man. All jokes aside. Uh, now, you know, now you know the story to the story, man. And with that being said, D, let them know where they can find you at on social media land. That's going to be rebellious, double underscore D23 at Instagram.com, Trav. And you know it's the same place for your boy on the Instagrams at ZK Audio. You can also find me on the Twitter at T-R-A-V-I-O-S-Z-K. And if they ever, if 13 needs some backup banks, where, should, where are they going to get it at? You can find me at Hero Benjamin Banks at King Benji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. And you can look me up on Facebook at Benjamin Banks. I should be the first person to pop up. If not, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our new episode that we have with our guest, Morgan Barry. Make sure that you follow our social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We also have a Patreon. And if you're feeling generous and would love to donate to us, it is at Leveling Up Banks. We also have a YouTube where we have video reviews and uh, video interviews from our uh, podcast episodes. And that's Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks over on YouTube. And uh, yeah, I believe that's it, right, Trav? Hey, let's get those likes up, everybody. 
We're oh, trying hold to get on. According to Banks, you don't care about the likes. So we it's don't, all we don't, about the views. We don't need to worry about the likes. Hey, let's get those hey, thumbs as long, up. Let's as get long as they're not disliking up. us, that's hey, all that matters. Hey, all I want, please, listeners, help us get to 300. Let's start there. Uh-huh. Everybody, hey, thank well, by you. By the time this airs, we're going to be at 300. I'm putting it out into the omnisphere. No, right say the now. ether. Mm, or what is that? Or D, what is the thing on Black Lightning? The, uh, what? The thing that Jen flies up into? Oh, the, uh, I don't know. The, it's the something spear. The bad, something. The bad writing. Hey, spear. just relax, relax, relax. Hey, but <laughs> everybody, thank you for listening to this episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. We'll see you next week. And uh, like I always say, keep that pinky up and stay positive. Peace. <laughs>